All right, guys. So welcome back to the Evolve Your Life podcast. I'm here today with Alex Whit- Whitner, right? I'm saying yes. right. Okay. Alex Whitner, she is, are you a senior at the University of Kentucky? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So yeah, she's a senior at the University of Kentucky. Um, she's someone I've been following, honestly, for a long time. We kind of just like have passed each other's just journeys throughout the time because we went to the same school and she's obviously very into fitness and she's lost over a hundred pounds. I'm going to have her talk about that story and her journey a little bit because she has made some incredible achievements, not only physically, but mentally as well along that journey. And I'm so excited for her to tell you all about it today. So without further ado, Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Okay. So to get everyone like to, on the same level, let's just start with you telling us a little bit about you. Um, that can be literally anything. It doesn't just have to be fitness related. I want this to be about like life in general, because I, and I'm sure you can agree with this, but health is not just one aspect. It's not just the gym and nutrition. It has to do with everything. So, and a lot of it I do think is rooted in our past. So give us a little background and tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you're doing, where you're going in life, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I completely agree with that. Like the gym is just like one aspect of like being healthy and everything, but I'll give like my little elevator pitch. So I'm Alex. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey and I ended up going to school at the University of Kentucky, which is where I met Gabby. I don't think we've ever actually like full on like met but like she said we both have kind of just like crossed each other's paths like whether we've seen each other at the gym or just like around campus or whatever but I've been following Gabby for like years probably since I was a freshman I would say um but anyway so I go to UK um I'm a senior I'm a communications marketing major and I hope to get a job somewhere warm that is the dream um yeah I don't know where I'm going to end up. And another life goal of mine is I have been constantly stalking the Lexington Humane Society page to get a puppy, but I'm obviously not going to get one yet. But Wait, same, literally same. I follow their Twitter and I've been on it and I just, I always, I can't get one right now because of my travel plans, but it's, it's a regular occurrence for me to be stalking their page. Every day. And I literally like I had my eye on one. Obviously, I wasn't going to get it, but I kept going back to see if he was adopted or not. And he was. So I now had to pick out a new one. And I know he's going to get adopted too because he's freaking adorable. But yeah, I agree. Just like with traveling and stuff, I feel like it's super hard to have one like being like really young right now, especially because I don't know where I'm going to be. And not to mention my roommate has a little pup. Um, so that's really nice. And he's not my full responsibility, but I do get to have a puppy and it is a lot of work, but I guess that's about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big dog person too. I'm excited for that day whenever it comes, but, um, okay. So I want to get into your fitness journey. Um, cause honestly, that's, I mean, it's one of the most incredible things that I know about you and that most people do know about you, obviously because of Instagram and it's, it's a huge part of your life. So just give us a little bit of a background on where your fitness journey began and just tell us a little bit about how it all started and how it got you to where you are today. Yeah. So I was a three sport athlete. Um, growing up, I played ever since like elementary school, like rec soccer, basketball. And then I got into lacrosse in middle school. And then in high school, I played soccer, basketball and lacrosse, um, until my sophomore year and kind of what the down spiral of um, actually gaining all the weight was I got a concussion during a soccer game sophomore year. 
Um, and that like, I guess going like way before that, I was kind of always active. And I guess what, um, what I always say is the way that I compensated for overeating as much as I did and just kind of like closet eating and stuff was I always was really active. So I never was just like sedentary. I always, my dad is super active. He was a college athlete. Like my mom is super active, my sister. So I kind of was always into sports, but then I guess when I really started to gain all the weight was I got a concussion sophomore year of high school. Um, and I was out for six months. So I'm okay now, but it was a really, really bad concussion. I had to go on medication and stuff for it. Um, and if we're being completely honest, I milked it for a really long time. So I was out for about four months and then I was like, you know what? Like I've been out, like, I don't really want to start working out. I got like in a really bad place. And so I kind of pushed it a little bit further than it needed to go. Um, and then eventually, um, I got back into my sports. It was really, really hard. And so I ended up quitting and I was very discouraged and in a very bad part of my life. And then, um, junior year, my mom, uh, I'm so thankful for my parents. Like I'm super close with my family. And my mom was like, let's go to Weight Watchers. Like you just have to walk in once if you don't want to go, like we don't ever have to go back in. And literally she dragged me into the store by my house. And I was like, whatever, like, I'll just go and it's fine. And that's kind of like when it like triggered me, like, geez, I need to like actually do something. So I guess like long story short, I've been doing Weight Watchers since I was in high school. Um, Anybody who follows me know that I've, I have like done everything. I've taken a break from Weight Watchers. I've done macros. I just did a 30-day challenge and I'm actually back on Weight Watchers because I love the program and everything. So that's kind of um, where my whole journey is in a very short span of time. And I'm like so thankful and happy that over the past four years of college, I never actually gained the freshman 15 or the freshman anything. Um, I've been able to keep off the 100 pounds and you know, really like fall in love with the gym and lifting and working out and stuff. And just like realizing that, um, I always talk about balance and just like realizing that you can have pizza, you can go out, but just like, don't have that every single day and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so awesome. And you know, that's like totally my mindset with everything I do and everything I preach. Um, I want to hear a little bit about the mental side of it, like especially when it was um, like after you got your concussion and you were kind of slowly gaining weight and stuff. Because a lot of a lot of my clients and a lot of the people that follow me, they may have gained the freshman fifteen, or they may have just had a baby and they're really struggling to get that weight off, or they may have just something may have happened in their life where they just may have honestly just gained weight and they're really struggling with that the mental side of that weight gain and getting to that. You said your mom took you to Weight Watchers, and that's when it kind of you had that, your aha moment. Um, so what was the, like, I guess the mental process behind that? Were you struggling with body image? You said you didn't, were you, were you aware that you wanted to lose weight? Did you feel uncomfortable in your body? And then especially as, as you were losing that 100 pounds mentally, what was that like? And, um, I mean, I guess the good, the bad, the ugly, and how did you kind of get through that? Yeah. So that's like, most definitely a loaded question. I completely, and I'm sure you would agree, like more than anything, weight loss is a complete mental game. Um, as if you're in a good mental state, like you really can like push your body to do whatever you want it to do. So I would say, um, I definitely had some like body image issues. So when I start, I was always kind of overweight too. I never mentioned that. Like I wasn't ever like oh my gosh, like you need to lose a hundred pounds. But I was always like very, like on the heavier side, like my friends were always really tiny. Um, 
they could eat whatever they want. And like, I was the girl who was always like a little bit bigger, which there's nothing wrong with that. But that was just kind of like always been my build. I obviously know from back then and like now my metabolism is a lot slower than a lot of my friends. And that's just, you know, that's life and that's how it is. But um, in middle school and stuff, like I would always wear really, really baggy clothes just because that's what I, you know, covered up in and felt comfortable in. And then, um, I mean, my parents can tell you like anybody who was my friend, like in high school, you know, when I gained all that weight um, and this is like super cliche and random, but you know, like you start, like you start wanting to go on dates with guys and stuff and it was just like really a true like a hard mental game because all my friends had boyfriends and like not that you have to have a boyfriend or anything but just like I was interested and like a guy I liked I was like he would never like me because I'm like you know this size or whatever and I know now that that's like not it and everything but that's kind of how it was um in high school I would wear clothes that were literally two three times too big for me like for example my dad um is a really fit like big guy he's a double x in sweatshirts I was wearing his clothes just because I was like I nobody can see my body like if I hide my body under these extra extra large clothes like nobody will know what size I am which is not the case but it was kind of like a shelter and like a a cover blanket for me. Um, I definitely think that throughout this journey now where my mental state is, I will say, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree there are hard days and there are really good days. Um, I think mentally like with weight gain and weight loss and just like balance and everything, you're always kind of inside your head, but realizing like taking a step back, like being so thankful, like for your body and like where you are at and like how far you've come, like in retrospect, like that doesn't really matter. Um, I would say like during the weight loss journey, the most um, mentally, the most excuse me, the biggest struggle mentally was if I went and stepped on the scale and I know I had a really awesome two weeks and then you see a weight gain. You're like, what did I do wrong? Like you start replaying your past two weeks, your past week, like in your head, like, oh my gosh. And like now knowing like it isn't just about weight, but that's kind of how Weight Watchers works. Like you are weighing in to kind of keep yourself accountable, but just like realizing that it is about like taking pictures. It is about like how you feel and stuff like that. Um, I think it's just like you have to take it day by day and realize that like you could have weeks where you're up, but that doesn't mean you're not making progress and stuff. Um, I just did, like I was saying that 30 day challenge, I did not lose a single pound on it. But if you see that the before and after picture, I look like I lost 10 pounds. So I think like definitely, um, taking progress pictures and stuff like that is super helpful. Um, and I think just like my mental state now, like I really am trying to figure out even still to this day, like mentally, like what I want, like, where I want my body to be like realizing that like, just be like happy, like not like if you're not happy, you should change. I don't mean that like that, but like you should be thankful for your body. For example, like, I don't know if you saw on my, um, my page, I've been out of the gym for like the past two and a half weeks. Cause I had a really bad back injury. And literally I went to the gym today for the first time without any pain. I went on the Stairmaster on like level five for 15 minutes. And I walked for 15 minutes and I'm like, so incredibly thankful that like my body was able to move like that. So I think just like being very aware of like, this is a process that doesn't happen overnight. And just like, like thanking yourself and like being proud of even just like small things that happen in your life. You don't have to lose a hundred pounds to be like, wow, I did really good today. Like I'm, I'm like, great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you made a good choice or you got your homework done or you made it to the gym or you do something that makes you feel good. I think that's just like, that's where it starts. And like your mentality is more than anything else in like this game. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I did see your story, by the way, too. I saw that you, you were on the Stairmaster and you were like, I'm doing it. It doesn't hurt. So yeah, I, um, I was so excited. Like I had a grin on my face and I swear like people were walking by being like, why is she so happy on the Stairmaster? <laughs> that's awesome. And that kind of brings me to one of my next questions um, from what you just said. So that's more, yeah, the mental side. So the physical side for people that are trying to lose weight, what were the types of exercises that you've done over your journey, especially when you were kind of losing that hundred pounds? What did you find was the most successful for that weight loss? And then also how has it kind of changed and shifted as you've started to realize it's not all about the weight loss and you're starting to now kind of balance out and just do this more as a, as a lifestyle, not just as a weight loss journey. Um, yeah. What are your favorite physical movements and what kind of, how has that transitioned over the past couple of years? Yeah. So when I first started, actually, I know, um, a lot of people, like, I know a lot of people preach like cardio, cardio, cardio. I disagree with that highly. I've always from like the get go, I have done weightlifting and cardio, whether that be like hit, like walk on the treadmill at an incline, like do a little bit of elliptical or whatever. But my main focus for losing weight was lifting heavy. And I know some women especially are discouraged by that because they think it's going to make them bulky. But I mean, Gabby, I know you lift. I know like somebody that we both know, like Sue Gaines lifts. She looks amazing. Like I lift, like, I don't think I look like manly at all. Like it really does help. And it helps you not only burn fat, but burn calories because your heart rate is getting, um, your heart rate is rising. So I really, really um, love and recommend weight training, but also implementing cardio. And that doesn't mean like once you weight lift for an hour, go and do an hour of cardio. Sometimes I will go and like do 40 minutes on the Stairmaster just because it does feel good now, just because I want to get my body moving. I want to move a little bit extra that day, but I really am trying, um, to, I guess now not compensate for, I guess, having a bad day the day before. For example, the other night I went out and I had like two giant pieces of pizza when I got home the next morning I woke up and I felt kind of like, Oh my God, I shouldn't have eaten that. And if I could have gone to the gym, I probably would have tried to compensate for it and like killed myself at the gym and tried to do extra cardio. But now realizing that like you are allowed to have quote unquote cheat days and you are allowed to like do that without having to kill yourself the next day is something so big, but definitely while I was losing weight, um, like lift, I will preach that for forever lift, um, do some cardio. I think hit cardio or like, um, EMOM cardio, stuff like that is really good because I get really bored really fast just doing like cardio machines, uh, stuff like that. And then also something that I really love now um, that I just started incorporating again is Orange Theory Fitness because I really hate running, but I will run if I'm there. And I also, which I keep seeing you post about it, I want to go to Everybody Fights so bad. I wanted to, I was literally going to go the day after I hurt my back and then I had to cancel because uh, like, obviously because I couldn't move, but when I'm feeling better, I want to go there because I've taken like kickboxing classes before and I love them. And I also really, really love hot yoga. I'm not good at it, but I really have enjoyed finding other ways that, you know, maybe you're not burning like 800 calories in a session, but like things that make you feel good and just like moving your body in general. Yes. And dude, you need, yes, you need to come to everybody fights and it is, it is incredible. Honestly, any kind of orange theory or a boxing to any kind of 
group fitness, I guess, like that, where it is higher intensity is I think so good, especially for someone. And if you're listening and you just kind of go to the gym, you lift, you do some cardio. I really suggest going to one of those classes because it is so humbling. I, um, have been going to everybody fights every single day now for the past two weeks. And I've, I've already seen so much progress just in two weeks, like not really physically yet, but more so in like my physical fitness. Like the first time I did one of the boxing classes, I was literally dying, like could not breathe out of breath, arms were dead. And now I can do one. And I mean, it's still really hard and I'm sweating my butt off, but I don't feel like I'm going to throw up. So it is, it is amazing. And it's nice too, especially when you have been working out for a long time, making your own workouts to almost give your workout like over to someone else so that you don't have to think you just do. And it's more like you can really turn your brain off. You can just get into the zone and it's a lot more motivating. You often push yourself harder and it's just moving your body in different ways too. I think that that's a really, really big tip for fat loss. And especially if you feel like you're plateauing with your weight loss or fat loss, if you feel like you haven't made progress in a long time, switch it up and not just like, okay, I'm going to switch up my split. I'm going to do like back on Monday now. Like that is not enough. You need to like really, really switch it up and move your body in ways that you actually enjoy. If you don't like running, if you don't like lifting, if you don't like whatever you are being told you should do to get into shape, don't do that because you're not going to be able to stay consistent with it and you're not going to like it. And so then you're just, you're not going to be able to continue that journey and it's not going to be fun. So find ways that you love moving your body. And I think that's so important and just, yeah, making sure you switch it up and not just get into, cause that's when you get, especially me, like I've been, I've been doing this for so long lifting and I just got to the point where like, I was so burnt out and that's why the, everybody fights is just so awesome. And I absolutely love it. And it's not just boxing too. They have like hit classes, they have, um, strength classes, they have cardio classes, they have the yoga. It's, it's literally everything in one. So it's, yeah, you need to come and we can sweat together. Yeah. And I totally agree also with what you said. I didn't mention that. I forgot. Um, from a really young age, I went to uh, kind of a smaller gym. So it was the way that I learned to lift was from doing lifting classes. So um, a guy named Cornell Hunt, literally owe him my life. He's like an older brother to me. I still go to his gym when I go home. But ever since, like, literally he's known me since I was um, in fifth grade, which is crazy. And like, now he's like, I can't believe we're graduating college. Like, he's like, I feel old. But anyway, so like, I would always go to like his lifting classes and it was really motivating. And I totally agree. Um, And I completely understand, like, I was so fortunate. My parents helped me out and, you know, paid for all of that and stuff. But if you don't have that money, getting plans from other people, like I know Gabby, I've done your program before. It's awesome. And just like, getting plans from somebody that you trust and somebody you feel comfortable with, but also changing it up. Like I agree. I think like this two week break, although I'm not happy with what happened with my back, I think it's giving me like a whole new mindset on like, Oh my gosh, like, Holy crap. Like I can move my body. This is like amazing. Cause some people aren't fortunate enough to get to do that, which is so sad. But the fact that like you get to move your body in like all these ways is like so, so amazing. And I agree. Like if you're getting bored of it or you'd hate it, you're not going to go back the next day or the day after that. So like, there's no right or wrong way to go about losing weight. And there's no right or wrong way to go about the gym. Like if somebody is telling you like, Oh, you need to be lifting and you hate lifting, like don't do it. Like, it's just like as simple as that. And I think like sometimes people like they see fitness models or they see like these people on Instagram and they're like, Oh my God, like they lift. I hate lifting, but I'm never going to look like them. If I don't like, first of all, don't compare yourself to somebody else because everybody's body is different, but also like find a way that you enjoy like moving your body to like sweat. 
Yes, exactly. And I love that you mentioned not comparing yourself to people on social media. It is, excuse me, so important. Um, And that kind of, uh, you're doing so well with these transitions. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, my next question does have to do with um, like self-love and body image and stuff. So I kind of want to hear about some tangible things, um, like actionable steps that listeners can take to increase their relationship with themselves, especially when they are not feeling a hundred percent comfortable in their body. They're not really at their goal weight or they're not, they're just not feeling too hot, but they're working on it. And, um, that can be a hard journey because it's like, you are working really hard and you're doing really good, but you're still not where you want to be. So what things have you done over your journey to increase that self-love and just honestly increase your relationship with yourself in general? Yeah. So I think, um, that's something that like, I still struggle with. Like, I would never say like, oh my God, every single day, like I love myself. Like I love every single, every single thing about myself. Cause I would just be lying. I think it's definitely like a life process, but realizing that like you're bigger than your, like what your body looks like is something that's really huge. And I know like anybody who talks to me, like I complain about it all the time. I think anybody complains about it, but just like trying to take a step back and realizing that like you were made, like you were made to do so much more than just like having a six pack or like having a thigh gap or like something like that. Um, again, comes back to like mental state, like be in a good mental state, like with that and just like really practice on like focusing on like what you love about yourself rather than like tearing yourself down for like what you don't love. Um, I would say a really good tip, which is something that I try to do a lot, um, is maybe like once a month, once every two months. Um, if you are following people on Instagram or on social media, or just like surrounding yourself with people that bring you down or make you feel shitty about yourself, get them out of your life, whether that's on social media unfollow that person. They're probably not going to know. And if it makes you feel crappy, you should not be following them in the first place. I have done this so many times and I was like, like you compare yourself and it's so natural. And it's like such like something of human nature to be like, I don't look like that. Like, why didn't I look like that? But take people off of your feed that are bringing you down instead of bringing you up. Um, I also think that um, if you have people in your life that are like, well, why are you doing that? Or just like questioning, like something good that you're doing, get them out of your life too. Like you really don't need negative people in your life. There are so many negative things around us constantly that we can't control. But one thing that you can control is who you surround yourself with. And I think that's so important because I don't even know what the statistic is, but I think it's like the three people that you hang out with the most is like a uh, is like who you turn out to be or like something like that. So like, if you don't want to be like these three people, like don't hang out with them. Um, I think too, just like, again, taking a step back and like realizing like, okay, I love this about myself. I love this about myself. And also something that I've done before, which I probably should start doing again. Cause it's like, it seems funny, but it is really helpful. Take like a gratitude journal. I don't know if you've ever done this Gabby, but like literally write down three good things that happened today, or like three things that you loved about yourself today or something like that. Like if you really are trying to, you know, like hone in on like, good things because too, if you're having a bad day, you can then go and back and look at all of the things you do love about yourself and be like, I'm being silly. Like I have no reason to like be down about myself today. Yes. I have used a gratitude journal. Well, I use my regular journal, but what I'll do is I'll just like, if I feel like I need it, I'm like, Hey, today is a day where I'm going to write down the things I'm grateful for. You know, um, I think journaling in general is a very, very therapeutic and good tactic. It's not something 
I do every day. But also I think that's something really important to mention. It's something I, I really encourage my clients to to implement into their life. But I, I'm not the kind of person that is going to religiously wake up and journal every single day or right before I go to bed every single day. And when you set those sorts of goals for yourself, you, you feel like you have to, and if you don't, then you're not making progress. I, I use journaling if, and when I need it. And when I feel like I want to write, because that's when I, it actually helps. If I do it just because I am making myself, then it, it isn't very helpful, but, um, so it's kind of like setting it. It's the same as a gym, honestly, setting goals with your self development journey, um, that are realistic and that you can actually implement. So like with the gratitude journal, don't feel like you have to do that every day. It's a really, really, really good tip and something that I tell a lot of people to implement, but don't feel like you have to do it every single day in order to feel better. Maybe do it once a week or do it every other day. So, um, yeah. Um, so I have a question about your plans for the future in two senses. So what are you planning on doing? Are you, well, first off, are you planning on doing anything like specific with fitness and health and with like your social media, or are you kind of focusing more on your career after college, like with your degree? So I kind of both. So I have had like so many wheels turning in my head, just kind of being like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually graduating. Like what the heck do I want to do? Um, so as far as like fitness and like, you know, um, that type of stuff goes, I really, really, really want to get my, um, personal trainer certification. I've been wanting to do it for probably the past two years, but honestly I've been taking 18 credits and, um, although I know I can be taking more and I could probably fit it in. I've just really been trying to focus on school. And then, um, once I get a break, I can focus on doing that. So my goal for this summer before, you know, I get a job or whatever I'm doing, my goal is to get my certified, excuse me, certified personal trainer, um, sort of, well, that wasn't English personal trainer certification. Um, and I also would love to get like my group, um, fitness certification because I have always been like, Oh my God, I want to be an orange theory instructor. Oh my God. Like I want to do, I don't know. I just want to help other people. I think it would be awesome to do a fitness class or like work at a gym locally and just like, you know, make plans, um, for people even like across the country, across the world, stuff like that. But, um, I do hope to have a full-time day job, at least for now, who knows what will happen in the future. Um, but I am trying to see if I can pursue something with, you know, marketing communications, um, like social media, something along those lines. So I've just kind of been applying to a ton of jobs and see, you know, where I may end up, but I guess both things, um, definitely I hope to make like strides in the future with. Yeah, that's awesome. And then what about goals inside of the gym? I want to hear about, um, like, especially after, like you've been on this journey for a long time now. Um, and how are those goals shifting now that you, um, like have lost weight and whatnot? How have your goal, I guess, how has your goal setting shifted, um, over your journey and what are your goals that you have set for yourself right now? So, Right now with trying to figure out, um, you know, what my body wants as far as food and like macronutrients and stuff like that, um, a short-term goal, or I guess kind of short, kind of long-term goal is I really want to lose, um, about 10, 15 pounds, um, whether that's just, you know, toning up and not, it doesn't necessarily have to be actual like pounds showing up, but I just want to 
tone a little bit more. And, you know, that's why I'm taking progress pictures and stuff um, like I did for that challenge. So that's a goal for me. This is a really small goal. I want, well, I guess big goal for me. I really want to be able to do a pull up within the next year. Um, I have always been leg dominant. And so I'm really trying hard to focus on that and practice my pull ups and chin-ups and stuff like that. Um, as far as just like other goals go, just like kind of getting a good sweat in. Um, I have kind of been trying to figure out what I want to do. I feel like these past two weeks has given me a good time to kind of think about like, you know, where I want to go from here and stuff like that. But, um, just build lean muscle, feel good. Um, and that's kind of it for right now. That's awesome. I love that. I love that your goal too. One of your goals is about doing a pull up and it's not just about like, I want to weigh this much weight. It's like, I know I just want to feel good. I want to be able to challenge my body and challenge my mind and all that. That's awesome. Um, I have one question about balancing in college. Cause I do get this question a lot, not only on Instagram, but like on YouTube and my clients and stuff. Um, so everybody's different and I have like my take on balance, especially in college, but what things have you done? And I know it's probably changed over the four years that you've been in college, but what things are you implementing now? And how has that, like, what does balance, I guess, look like for you in college? So I would say in college balance, not just with like, you know, eating what you want and like going out and stuff. I think balance too is, um, schoolwork having a job, social life, and still making time for yourself. And in my case, I have a boyfriend. Um, So that's like five different things that you kind of have to balance. So I think just really taking time um, and realizing like what's important to you. And, you know, that might not be the same thing for everybody. Like you might not want to go out and get drinks with your friends. You might want to have time to do like X, Y, and Z instead. But I think just like really trying to figure out like, how do I want to spend my week? Like, how do I want to spend my day? Um, Because I think, especially in college, it's such like a special time. This is really like the only time where you really don't have, I mean, you do have commitment, but you don't have as much commitment as you kind of will in the future. I feel like the older you get, the more commitments you kind of have, not only to like yourself, but you know, eventually other people, a family, like whether you have a house, if I ever got a dog, like you, div- you have more commitments along the way. Um, but I think balance, um, I guess in the sense of like going out and like, you know, eating out and stuff, I have found, um, I guess freshman year, we can go with that first because I'm sure you have some girls who are younger. Freshman year, something that worked amazing for me, I would eat so clean during the week and on the weekends. So Friday night, Saturday, and maybe Sunday, I would let myself be a little bit more lenient. Now I'm not to say like go and have like, every single meal, all of those days, like cheat meals, but like, I let myself like, you know, enjoy myself and enjoy college. Now I've kind of found out just like through the years and also being 21, I found out that drinking is a lot less fun when you're actually 21. Um, I really have found that I don't enjoy drinking as much. I will have a drink like here and there, but I really hate the feeling of drinking. And that's just my personal opinion, but I am such a foodie. So balancing, um, what food I'm going to eat like, like tonight or whatever. I just think like kind of planning it out really helps me. You don't have to be like super anal about it. Like, Oh my God, like to a T, like, what am I eating? Like I need to count every single thing, but just kind of like, um, compensating a little bit. So like, I guess balance to me really is just like, okay, like I'm going, like, for example, my parents are coming to visit this weekend and I know we're probably going downtown to get pizza and we're going to Carson's, which is like 
my favorite brunch place, like in all of Lexington, like I'm going to want to eat what I want while I'm there. So, you know, being better and more conscious about it, which I guess more clean whole foods now is like a way to compensate or excuse me, is a way to like balance it out. And then as far as the gym goes, I get really bad about not taking days off. Um, I think that, you know, if schoolwork gets in the way and you can't make it to the gym that day, or just in life, if life gets in the way, that's totally okay. You shouldn't be putting yourself down about it. But if you can make time for both, I think that's amazing too. So I guess kind of overall, just like figuring out what you want to balance in your day, in your week, in your month, and just kind of like, like even if you have to write it out and be like, okay, this is how I'm going to tackle this and just like kind of going from there. Yeah, I think planning is a, is a really, really big um, key to this. And I, I tell my clients to do this all the time is I think on Sunday, like sitting down and almost just like looking at your week, like what does my week look like? Okay, Wednesday is absolutely crazy. Um, and I know I really want to work out on Wednesday, but I can't go at my normal time. When can I make time? Or am I going to take Wednesday as my rest day instead and maybe schedule a workout for Saturday? Um, it's, it is just about prioritizing. And, and I do think, especially when it comes to, I, like, I don't even really like the word balance because everybody's version of balance is so different. So it's like, what does balance truly look like? It's almost impossible to tell. But I think it's important to realize, like you said, there's work, there's school, there's friends, there's boyfriends, family like life, there's just so many different pieces to the pie. And sometimes like one aspect is going to have to take over. Like if it's exam week and you have exams and you're studying and you're so stressed with school, focus on school, fitness and family and boyfriend may have to sit on the back burner for a little bit. Doesn't mean you need to neglect them and completely push it off, but maybe just like bump school up to the number one priority list. And then maybe the next week you're feeling really crappy about yourself and you really want to focus on self-love and working out and eating healthy. Okay. That could then can take um, the first spot and you can focus on that. So it really is just kind of like knowing that all these pieces and parts are going to kind of shift and pivot throughout your life. So you have to shift and pivot with them, not trying to force one to always be your main priority, because if you do that, you're just going to, that's, that's when you feel overwhelmed and you feel stressed because you're not allowing yourself to pivot with the things that life can throw at you. So, um, I think that's super, that's a really, that's really, really good advice. And, um, I think that'll help a lot of people as well. Um, last two questions. So what specific things, this is kind of like for the podcast, I try and ask everybody this, what specific things have you done that have helped you evolve your life into what it is today? So if there are any like specific, almost like staples, um, things that you do or things that have really, truly helped you just evolve and transform into the person you are today? That's a hard question. Um, I would say definitely talk to people. Um, if you're struggling, you know, mentally, physically, like if you have something going on in your life, um, having a support system is huge. Going back to like, when I went into Weight Watchers the first time, like, And all of like my journey with that, my mom came to every single meeting with me. And I know my dad would have too if I asked him to. But like having a support system, whether that be family, friends, like neighbors, like whoever it may be, someone at the gym who you met and like you befriended, like people on Instagram, like just having a support system, I think definitely has helped me. And having people that you can like, you know, talk to and trust and lean back on. Um, I do also... For me personally, Weight Watchers has helped make me who the per- make me the person I am today. I know that sounds kind of weird, but 
I truly, with that program, like, again, going back to like the term balance, I've figured out how to eat, like how to eat well, um, how to, you know, if you're going out for pizza that night, like have something better in the morning and stuff. So it's like really helped me um, mentally kind of figure out how to eat and how to like do that really well. Somebody else who also, I guess, has helped me evolve my life. Like I mentioned before, Cornell, like I'm so thankful to have had somebody who, you know, showed me the ropes of the gym and kind of got me to where I am today and has has shown me how to love the gym and like really what to do and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I would say number one would be talking to people and just having a support system. I think that's like so, so important. And if you don't have one, you can find one and you can make one. Like there are always people that are willing to help. You just have to ask and reach out. Exactly. And with social media today, it's like, so it's so much easier for you to find that support system, especially if it is with like fitness and health, because that niche is just so big on social media. So there's always, whether it's you join coaching or you just join like a free Facebook group, or you just reach out to someone that you really admire on social media. Um, it can be, it can be so helpful, um, to create that you can, if you don't have that tribe already, just like Alex said, you can, you can create it. Um, so where can we find you online? I know you obviously are big on Instagram. So if you want to, I'll put it in the show notes below for people to click on, but if you want to plug your Instagram and then any other places that, um, people can kind of connect with you online. Yeah. So I have, um, my Instagram, like Gabby said, I really am only on Instagram. Now that I think about it, I have like a Facebook where that's just like my regular name. I have a personal Instagram. If like you want to follow along and see like more things about just like my regular life, but I really have um, kind of been transitioning to just truly posting on my fitness Instagram. Um, I really love posting on there and you can find like tips, recipes, workouts, like literally anything, just me being an idiot and doing things on my (laughs) Instagram story. But um, that's the most, excuse me, the place that you can find me the most, I would say. Um, I also do have a blog um, it is fitbywit.wordpress.com. I have not been on it in a long time. Uh, that's another plan for the future is to get that up and running again, but I have a couple posts in mind for the future. So that's kind of where you can find me at the moment. Perfect. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously. I, I, I admire you and I love following your journey. You're someone I've always loved keeping up with. And I know you inspire so many people, um, not only physically, but um, mentally and with everything that you're doing, being a college student and um, finding time for the gym. It is, it's incredible to see what you've been able to achieve and continue to achieve um, throughout your journey. So I do, I appreciate you coming on and everybody's going to love this podcast. I know it. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Evolve Your Life podcast. I will chat with you guys in the next episode.